This is Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. You can catch the show live weekdays from 3 o'clock until 4, locally in Tampa Bay on AM 570 and 910 WTBN and online at letstalkfaith.com and iheartradio.com. And swing by our website for all things I Work For Him at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com. And now, today's podcast broadcast. You know, no matter where you are in the world, when we're on the air, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, and you can also just click on the Listen In tab right there on iWorkForHim.com. That's iWork, the number four, Him.com. And we got rebroadcast daily on Talk America Radio. You can also get the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and Faith Play. And if you're listening to the podcast in Jacksonville, Florida, we'll be going on the air in Jacksonville, Florida on the 19th of February at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on The Biz. So make sure you check all that out on our website, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. Just make sure you tell some friends about us and download the podcast. That always helps. That'd be awesome. Love to hear from you as well. Just send an email, jim at iworkforhim.com or contact us on our website. You know, for over 10 years, Tampa Bay has been blessed with the ministry of Answered Prayer Project and the Answered Prayer Crosses. In fact, I would bet that many of you have received them as gifts from a friend. But do you know about how you can get involved? And were you aware of the newest ministry of the Answer Prayers Project? Today, we welcome Elizabeth Bunbury, founder of the Answer Prayers Project, to tell us about this amazing ministry. And she has brought along a few influential friends that they'll be calling in. They're sitting here already. Connie Smith, why don't you just introduce from your heart, Connie Smith, our brand ambassador for I Work For Him, why don't you introduce Elizabeth Bunbury? Hi, everybody. Hey. Hey. It's Friday afternoon. <laughs> Connie's, Connie's still a little punch happy after our 12-hour 12, 12 our on-the-road uh, adventure yesterday, and she's ecstatic to be in the studio this afternoon uh, in, introducing Elizabeth Bunbury. Yes, I am very ecstatic. Well, Elizabeth and I, I've known about her for a while, and I met her face-to-face. We've been, I've been shadowing her on Facebook, stalking her. And I met her at an event, and I said, we need to talk. And she said, okay, who are you? <laughs> nice. You didn't oh, have I your sure I work for him name badge on? I, I did it. And I, I thought that was part of the deal. I was Sorry. incognito that oh, day. Oh, okay, you were under the radar. I was under the radar. Got it. And I get a call the next day, and she goes, you won our sweepstakes raffle. Oh, I'm I like, remember. great, what did I win? <laughs> It a was brand new car. A brand new car. No, but um, she had a sample of what their newest project is, which is a welcome home pillow, which is what we're here to talk about. And then we met, and she shared the vision of how they're growing Answered Prayer in Tampa Bay. And it's just exciting to hear how they are helping people rekindling spirits and giving hope back to people that are lost or have had challenges with a life. So we welcome you, Elizabeth, to I Work For Him. Well, thank you. Nicely thank you. done, that Connie was. Smith, brand ambassador. Great. Very nice. And you've got alongside a little sidekick, Miguel Miranda, one of your... Sidekick. Your st- <laughs> I know. I like that. Your little sidekick, like Elizabeth's sidekick. little sidekick. I like the fact it's little. Well, Our you listeners could tell by the voice. <laughs> Otherwise. He's as big as his voice. And, and Miguel, what I love about the fact is that, you know, we met you way outside of 
Elizabeth Bunbury and the Answer Paired Project a couple, two, three years ago. And we ran into each other. I, well, where were we that we ran? Oh, we ran into each other at the... Orlando, the Right Now Media. No, it wasn't. It was at the Bridgepoint. Uh, well, that's how we reach, first met. Reach 16. Yes. That's right. Hi, yes. Martha. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Martha, wait, I'm glad you're in the studio. I'm glad you're in the studio with us. Martha and I have date night after this tonight, so she had to come to the studio. That's okay, awesome. Elizabeth, I really want to hear about the Answer Prayer Project. But first, how did you come to be a follower of Jesus? I've always gone to church. I've always known, you know, on Sundays you go and you do your hour and you leave. And that's all I ever really understood. Um, but back in February of 2000, um, my life took... I mean, it kind of came to a head, and my husband came in the room with a gun and was going to shoot me and the kids, and I didn't know what to do. He was an alcoholic, but he was an incredible businessman and an incredible abuser. So the next day, because I stayed in that marriage for a long time, I went, started at Al-Anon and started working at Marion's, which is a boutique in St. Petersburg. Great clothes, but also uh, Marion is an incredible Christian. And through those two things, I started to understand that God was not just on Sunday, but that he walked with me every day. And so my journey just started back then. So I'm going into my 18th year, and every year it's just gotten stronger and stronger. And, you know, the closer I get to him, the more I love Jesus. And it's like I go, okay, now I get to tell everybody about, you know, who my God is. Because Mm -hmm. before when this whole ministry started, I honestly didn't really know either. And I think that's what made it so successful is that people kept speaking life into me. And that's what we do is we speak life into people. Amen. Amen. I love that. I love that. And really, what I love, so, so you said her name was Marion. That, that, mm-hmm. Okay, so Marion, she was a businesswoman. Yep. And she was a, she Had made clothes? No, she has a boutique. Boutique. And, so she mm-hmm. had clothes. Mm-hmm. But is it a boutique for clothes? Yes, it's a women's boutique. Women, I just, On 4th Street. I don't know. What was that, Miguel? <laughs> Cutty's my coffee, Jose. Come on. Okay. All right. So, no, I just love it. So a, a businesswoman led you to Christ. So yes. she saw, hey, Elizabeth had a need, and she said, I'm going to minister to her in her workplace. So she used her workplace like a mission field. And she does every day. So she's still got this boutique. Oh, it's Give her a shout 30 out. 30 years. Come. I know. Marion's. It's on 4th Street North in St. Pete. If you haven't gone there yet, do. It really is an awesome store with a great, you know, the women who work there, but the stuff. Martha would love getting gifts from there. <laughs> Martha would That's love getting I gifts from Marion's and Timmy. Okay. All right. Okay. So where did the idea for the Answered Prayers Project come from? I was um, going through the last 18 months of my divorce, and I always thought if I stayed in my prayer time, if I got plenty of rest, and if I exercised, I would survive this ordeal. Because financially at that point, it wasn't that wasn't an option. I mean, that wasn't an issue. And um, when I was at the gym, I met somebody. My 50th birthday was coming up, and I wanted to make something for all the women who'd made a difference in my life because it was the phone calls. It was people stopping to have a cup of coffee or picking the kids up at soccer. Those random acts of kindness that when you are going through a tough time in your life are very important. Mm-hmm. So I was telling Sean about you know what I wanted to do, and he said, why don't you come to my clay studio and see what I do? So I went there, and um, he's throwing pots, and it's like the most relaxing thing you've ever seen. And my husband, ex, almost ex-husband's in jail for the second time. Um, bonding companies pulled me in to close down our, our huge business. I'm still trying to hide from the world what's going on, because how do you tell anybody what's really going on in your life? And um, he rolled out a slab of clay and said, just go do whatever you want to do. And this was in 2007, and I walked over to that slab and I made a cross. I said, this is it. This is what I want to do. 
So that slab made 110 crosses, and people used to come into the studio going, you're who and you're what, and you know that many people? I'm like, well, yeah, it's my birthday. This is good. <laughs> the night of my birthday, literally people came from all across the state. For, to, I mean, it was, ama- it was amazing. Um, but about 10 o'clock, this woman walked in, and all the crosses were hanging in my sun porch, and I was telling people what they'd done for me and how much I appreciated it. And about 10 o'clock, Julie came in, and... Um, she walked right over to me and she goes, listen, I used to be a devout Catholic. Something happened. I'm agnostic. I don't want one of your crosses. And I said, that's okay. But when I said that, I also felt God speak to me for the first time in my life. And he said, sweet child, this is the moment. Mm. And I didn't understand what that meant or, you know, even what God talking to you sounded like. So I just told her, that's fine. You don't have to. So the next day, I see her at the gym, and she goes, you know, last night there was this little blue beaten-up cross that kept calling my name every time I went for a glass of wine. I think it was the wine that called her back. <laughs> God works in mysterious That's ways. That's right. <laughs> the wine. And um, she said, this morning as I'm drinking my coffee, holding that cross and talking to God, I said, ah, obviously you're not agnostic. You've just confused people with your faith, which we do a lot. Mm-hmm. So it took us about three weeks to finally have dinner together. And she said, you know, I want what you have. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you can have it. I said, what do I have? She said, you have peace. I said, no, I have God. And I started telling her what my real story was, what was really going on. And it took the pain. It started to take the pain and shame away from me, but it allowed her to go, oh, my gosh. You mean you understand what I'm talking about this? So it started as small as that back in 2008 and 10 years later. And and so we work in clay, making clay crosses. Now we do hearts. Uh, But we've done 45,000 in the last uh, 10 years. They're in all 50 states and 30 countries around the world. Answered prayersproject.org. That's a past tense because God's got them answered already. Let's just start asking them. Ask more than you can imagine. God's got an answer out there for you. And think big, but also understand, sometimes he says, wait. God's really good at saying wait. A lot of times he'll lay a vision on our hearts, and then he'll say, wait. Like Moses, he waited, you know, 40 years. Joseph, long 13 years. It's part of the process of taking us from who we are to who he can use more effectively. Elizabeth Bunbury in here with Answered Prayers Project. Talk to me about stage two, because you've taken this whole idea of ministering to people, and literally, the crosses, as you said, you've got 45,000 Answered Prayers crosses out there, and there are listeners listening today going, I got one of those as a gift! I'm sure. Next step, we're sitting here in front of us, you've taken this to a whole nother level now. Yep. Well, I think God has just been growing us over the years, kind of perfecting what we do, because with our crosses, each one's made by three separate women. So it's just that community. It's coming together. It's the talking to each other. That's so. Explain that, three separate women. So somebody... Someone makes the actual original cross. Okay. Then we go out, and it's just a blank impression, and we say, God knew you long before you were ever born, every hair of your head and every step of your journey, but your life experiences add the color. So the second person paints it. Then the third person finishes them with a mustard seed, with a mustard seed of faith you pass forward, and numbers them because it's a way that we can track the registration of the crosses. So there's about 4,000 stories on our website of the healing that's happened when people have gotten these. And I think one of the most amazing things is in the last week, we've had two registered that were actually made in 2012, one in Phoenix and one in Washington State. That's when you know it's cool. And you just when go, God starts to do really stuff like God, that. How do you do this? The first so that time was we a got... really good subject line of the email, by the way, because Jim's like, 2012, 
it's 18. And I'm like, no, 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 it's the story. It's the story. Remember? That's what we I said, too, when I saw him. Yeah, like, oh. that was good. <laughs> We're so learning. the mustard mustard seed. I love the mustard seed it's, idea. I mean, what that's just fantastic. But now you've taken the answered prayers project.org to another level with these welcome home pillows. And, and what I and I love about it because you're a nonprofit. Right. Yet you are creating business people. You're teaching people how to get you're you're doing business development as part of your nonprofit. I love that. Well, this is a social enterprise so that we have created a product that we can sell, which will go back to supporting more women working within our community. And it all started last year when I just used to go out to Pinellas Hope, which is Tent City here, working with the homeless. And I just went and did art once a week and hung out. And I realized that I got to know them as people, as individuals, not as a, a label that you're homeless, but who they were. And as I was sitting there, they all had different things that they liked to do. And one of the things somebody said, oh, I love to sew. And I'm like, well, I could bring a sewing machine out here. That's not a big deal. They don't get pillows, but they get pillowcases. So I was like, okay, we'll make pillowcases and we'll give them to the new residents and then we'll sell some to support it. And people don't buy pillowcases. They buy, you know, so that kind of idea just, just kind of sat there for a while. And then um, in June... I was coming out of a yoga class, ran into a woman who I haven't seen in forever, and she goes, I just retired, and I feel like I need to be doing something, and um, maybe I need to work for you. So I said, okay. So she came into the studio, we were talking. I said, well, what did you used to do? Oh, I just retired from teaching sewing. I'm like, of course you did. <laughs> teaching, teaching sewing. Then I'm at Bridgepoint, and I'm listening. You know, we're at church, and I'm talking to a friend of mine about, and she's a fiberologist, talking to her about this idea and they baptize someone, and as they bring them out of the water, they say, welcome home. And I looked at her, and she looked at me, because we all want that feeling of welcome home. Yeah. And it's that feeling that we need, that, and a lot of the people we're working for, they're struggling to stay in their homes, or they're not in one yet. So the idea is is that we get people to buy, well, we're, our first target audience was real estate agents. You know, the next time you sell a, a home, why don't you get your new home buyer a welcome home pillow, welcoming them to their new home, made by women who are struggling to stay in theirs. So it started as simply as that, and on the back of each one is a um, pocket, and on it is the different organizations we work with, because we work with Pinellas Hope, we work with CASA, we work with Enterprising Latinas, Bridgepoint has sent us people, the counselors have sent us people. I mean, we're just, the women are coming, and um, they get an opportunity to, there's a five-hour sewing circle, so they come in, and they get to work for four hours, but there's one hour, as I tell them, I pay you to eat with me, and I bring the food. Because Jesus always fed people. Mm-hmm. So we all eat together. So on Tuesday, our groups overlap so that all the women sit down at a communal table, and we share a meal. And we always try to keep our groups small between five and seven women, because Jesus healed people one at a time. Right. Hmm. This- I, I, I love this. So you're teaching, really, instead of just giving somebody a fish— Right. You're not only teaching them to fish, you're teaching them how to sell their fish, right. which is awesome. Right. Miguel Miranda, why are you part of this? Why are you part of the Answered Prayers Project? What was it about it that you said, I got to be part of this? Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth. Uh, I actually met Elizabeth through uh, my business partner who uh, we got a phone call saying that she was trying to figure out what to do with Answered Prayer. Uh, it's been around for, for many, many years and um and she wanted to grow it, get more of an organization to it. So we met. We started talking. Uh, this is actually pre-Welcome Home coming to play. We have probably met like three or four times trying to figure out how to scale um, 
Answer Prayers Project. And we were going through the crosses and different groups. And then one next meeting, she came back and said, I've got something new for you. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's the new thing? Um, and she showed me the pillow. And at that point, my business side just lit up and said, okay, this is big. Um, and big from a business point of view, obviously, that means that we can, there's, there's legs to this. My biggest it's scalable. It's you can grow it. Yeah. You can grow it, and, and my, you know, one of my passions is is not just helping businesses grow, but also helping nonprofits become self sustainable. And I saw this as an opportunity, not just from a financial point of view, making answer prayers self sustainable, but looking at it, the number of people who could be affected by having a a place to go to, a job. Um, so you know that along with uh, Elizabeth's uh, infectious personality, we looked at it. We should start maybe working together from a from a business with so my company working with hers and we were volunteering our time working together. And then she came to me later on and said, Hey, I'd like to be part of the board. Um, and, and help me kind of, you know, steer the ship and, uh, and looking at it where it was then and who was joining the board. Um, I went home, talked to my wife, we prayed about it. Um, just make sure I could give my energy to it. And, um, I am glad the Lord said, yes, <laughs> move forward. Uh, cause we're part of a, a, an amazing group of people. Of course you just, first went to your wife you went, you went to the Lord and your wife first, right, before making any additional commitments? <laughs> yes. He's like, yeah, that's yeah, make, I'm just making sure. Oh, no, I, you yeah. knew I was going to ask that question, no. even though it's not written down. I mean, I want to make sure you're, you know, you're, <laughs> that, you're, that your faith and your wife come before your extra commitments, and then your children before your extra commitments. Yeah. And if not, it's just a great idea. Well, listen, you know, we, we're, our time is valuable. <laughs> so, God, where do you want me to spend my time? Right. Um, and then the next person I answer to, honey, where do I spend my time? Mm-hmm. Because um, the way I look at it is, you know, I'm, I'm going to be away from home. And uh, when I shared with her what the project was and what we're doing, um, you know, she said, well, the Lord's blessing it. So why why wouldn't we be part of it? Yeah. Uh, and that's something your whole family can actually be involved in. Definitely. Definitely. It's very, very cool. Elizabeth, you have gone through a lot, but the Lord has expanded your vision. And I see in front of it, we've got the welcome home in English, but we also have welcome home in Spanish. Right. So which I imagine we're going to talk to, with Vanessa a little bit later about enterprising Latinas. Right. But this is a product that could, I mean, we have a ton of uh, Latino population all over Florida. I mean, right. tons all over Florida, but certainly right here in Tampa Bay. How do we get the, get you connected into that population? Because they're not listening to my show because I talk too fast in English, probably. But there, but there and my is Spanish, Spanish is very rough. On iHeartRadio, there's lots of Spanish I stations. Know, there's tons of I fantastic. Know, you know, we got to get you connected into I, that. I, and Do you know anybody that can help us get connected into a Spanish speaking station? I'd love that. Oh, wait a minute. They're down the hallway from here. I have to do that after the show. All right, that's fantastic. And I'm trying to learn Spanish because most of the women down there don't speak English. So I'm trying. I told him I'll learn some Spanish if you learn English. And, Good for you. Uh huh. It really is. It's it's so much fun. But being able to help them grow, and you know, all of the women that we work with, mm-hmm. out from just from just sewing. But where can we take it from there? Mm. What do you think has been the biggest impact on? Well, I don't know if you got one. You got one story where it was like, wow, I never saw that coming. I'll tell you, I. Every person, we, we have so much fun and the laughter and the love that happens. Um, I think one of my favorites is I'm always inviting people to come into the studio on Tuesdays when they're there to experience it because we spend so much time labeling people that we forget that they actually have a name. Mm. And I want people to come in and meet mm. them and go, oh, this is Angela, this is Lori, you know, and, and get to know people. So one afternoon, this woman came in. She was very beautiful, and she helped us. And she's probably late 60s. And um, she's volunteering with us. And one of our clients 
went to her, so what'd you go to jail for? And <laughs> Janet went, well, I haven't yet, but... <laughs> <There's time. laughs> because they saw her as their equal. Mm. And Which that's is what we need to do is see them as our equal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we've all made mistakes. Some of them just got, <laughs> some of us got caught. Some yeah. of us didn't. And there's definitely things that I w- did that could have got me in trouble when I was a teenager for sure. We're highlighting the Answered Prayers Project.org. Answered Prayers Project.org. Elizabeth, did I do okay with that? You I, did. That I was got it perfect. Now. All right. So we got a lot of people who get off work at 3 30, they're just tuning in. Tell us really quickly, what is the Answered Prayers Project all about? It's all about community and love. And it's all about sharing Jesus' love with others. Because we live in a day of technology where everybody's on a screen anymore. We need to start talking to each other, looking at each other, and loving each other for who we are. But even more so, taking all of that, you put it into action, you're giving people a chance to take their inner selves and put it out in a project. I mean, the Answered Prayer Cross, 45,000 of them you've made, and everyone has been touched by three people. Right. And then they go out all across the country. Because when your hands are busy, your heart can talk. When you're sitting around a room looking at each other from a distance, you're going, oh, look at her. She's perfect. Oh, my gosh. But I'm a mess. And you know what? We're all a mess. Mm. So when your hands are busy, either in the cloth or in the clay, all this goes away and your hearts talk to each other. Mm. So it's just a way to open communication. And that's looking at people the way Jesus did. Jesus mm-hmm. saw right through. didn't see through the – he got through the crusty outside and got right into the heart on the inside. Yep. Why don't you introduce our our friend from Enterprising Latinas? Ah, Vanessa. Vanessa came to us probably about eight weeks ago. Uh, Enterprising Latinas is an incredible organization down in Waimama that is helping the Spanish community to um, build their own social enterprises. And Vanessa has been one of our biggest advocates, but also has helped us in business planning. So Vanessa is awesome. Vanessa, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. I'm so happy to join the conversation. So talk to me, Vanessa, what is your position at Enterprising Latinas? So I am the business development coach here at Enterprising Latinas. And like uh, Elizabeth was saying, we're, we're all about promoting um, sustainability for families. And for us, that means having their own business, something that they can really take control of and feel empowered by. Um, so everything we do has some kind of uh, enterprising aspect to it. So how did you get connected then to the Answered Prayers Project and Elizabeth Bunbury? She actually came to us um, looking for an opportunity to collaborate. She had this crazy idea. You know, to, to, sew, to bring these sewing machines and to teach women how to sew. And um, when she told us about this, this idea, um, it seemed like something cool and fun that our women would do. At the time, I really had no idea um, what the impacts would be. I was actually just starting with Enterprising Latinas, and, and my time with Elizabeth was, I think, my first or second week on the job. Um, and it was a great opportunity for me to collaborate with someone who was so inspiring, so um, ready to serve communities in need. And she was just excited about working with our women. Our, our women here in Waimama are very much um, talented 
and women who are very confident about what they know how to do, but not confident that they can do it for others. Um, and so Elizabeth's project was a good opportunity for me to kind of give those women a way to get the training they need uh, to get, to go move forward in whatever way that means for them. For some of them, sewing pillows is, is success in itself. Just being able to complete one pillow um, it was amazing for them, that first session that we had, um, and seeing them just celebrate. I mean, they stand up, they cheer, they all stop and clap their hands for whoever finishes their pillows first. And it's this awesome um, opportunity for them to not only socialize, but really empower one another. And so I just knew that this was something I had to get behind. It was something that I had to try to use my knowledge of business and business development to, to make a little bit more successful. And how does Jesus fit into all of that in enterprising Latinas? Are, are you able to put a faith component in what you're doing there? Uh, everything I do has a faith component. I think he's everywhere. Um, in this, I mean, he, I can see him in every piece of this. You know, they're working with their hands and they're doing something meaningful for themselves. Um, and when they're talking to one another about what they're doing, they're sharing their lives with each other. They're crying. They're laughing. They're doing all of this just in the time that they're working, those three hours that they're working with their hands on these machines. Um, for me, I see him when, when they're tearing up, but they're smiling at the same time because, you even the struggles that they're coming through the door with haven't stopped them from the hope that they have that they can do more. And for them, for some of them, this sewing project is the only time that they socialize with others. Um, many of them are women who stay home, who function as household managers. Uh, we don't like to call them like stay-at-home moms. Um, you know, they manage the household and they do what they have to do at home, but they don't have that socializing component or that component that says, hey, there's a community out here that cares about you and that believes that you have the talent and skill to do something amazing with your life. And I believe that's, for me, what Jesus is. You know, he, Absolutely. he tells me every day that I am amazing enough to do something great with my life. And really, and you're helping... Me, you're helping yeah. these ladies live out I work for him all day long because I mean <laughs> yeah. it, it is whether they're a stay-at-home mom or a corporate executive or anywhere in between the work that they do brings glory to God and especially the excellence that I'm seeing demonstrating these pills we got pillows in the radio studio so tune in oh yeah we're and not on TV bottles. and why <laughs> and why bags <laughs> that's right <laughs> All right, so that's it. Yes, the wine bottle is definitely closed. (laughs) If it had a Mountain Dew bottle in there, wow, Vanessa, I just lost the whole conversation. Vanessa, what is the one thing that excites you most about being uh, connecting enterprisinglatinas.org with the AnsweredPrayersProject.org? What's your most exciting thing you see as you look into the future? For me, it's uh, we have a group of six women who are actively involved in the sewing circle. So they come every Thursday. They're very excited about it. Through this opportunity, half of them have actually been looking for jobs and have requested that they still have that half a day off to work here with us on the pillows because they don't want to let their friends down. They believe that they are leaders now of that group, and they want to stick by those other women and provide mm-hmm. the support that they need. For me, that's just amazing that they're now going out. They're confident enough to do more, which uh, you know, some of their stories are very difficult to hear um, and things that I 
some I can, some I can't relate to, but they're coming and they're becoming so confident that they can go out and get jobs and they still want to come back and give back. Um, that's just amazing to me. Of course, I love the food component because we love to eat here at Enterprising Life. <laughs> you know, that's, I'm kind of disturbed by that. You guys love to eat, but yet Elizabeth brought no food with her to the studio. There's nothing but stuffing. There's, yeah, there's stuffing. There's stuffing. It's just no food. I can't believe it. Vanessa, thank you for calling in and sharing just a little bit of the story of EnterprisingLatinas.org and your and your partnership with AnsweredPrayersProject.org. So excited what you guys are doing. Thank you for sharing. And, and let's, I've got your email. I'll send you a copy of the show, but I want to stay in touch because I really want to know what's going on in your part of the world and how the Lord is working in workplaces all over the state. And I love what you guys are doing there. Thanks for calling in, Vanessa. Bye, Thank Vanessa. Thank you so much. All right. That was so exciting just to hear that. Just and, and, and that she's just new on the job. So so in December we actually brought all three of our sewing groups together. So we had all we had twenty women in the studio and it was just a riot for them all to get to know each other and talk to each other and in Spanish and in English. But but it was the first time that they'd all they're all part of something bigger than themselves. I mean, and how many pillows is, are you producing every month? Um, enough. <laughs> and you, that's why we'd like to we'd like to like get big. I'll buy one get, now. Well, let's, well, 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 let's now. talk about let's talk about that. Yeah. Who would be who would be perfect for the kind of products that you're having these ladies produce? And again, the talk about talk about how the well, money's working. No, just a second. Okay. Talk about how the money's working because these ladies are bringing in their time to make this stuff. Mm-hmm. You're selling them. How does that help these ladies? Everybody gets paid uh, for working five hours. So you get $50 for being there, $10 an hour. Okay. And so they are getting paid no matter what. Because if you're trying to sell your own product, it's very difficult. We believe that they need to know the security of having that. And then what we do is we go and sell the product. You know, we would love to get a huge home bot, you know, home builder in and say, we want to put one in every single one of our new homes that go out there. It would be awesome. But you know what? These are available to anybody. Our first person who bought one actually sent me an email, and she said, I want to buy one of these for my son who's getting out of jail, mm-hmm. and I want to have it on his bed when he gets home. Oh, my word. That's fabulous. I have another um, nun who that one of their sisters is retiring and moving back to the mother house in New York, and they want one for her bed. So when she gets there, it's welcoming her home. Hmm. So we all want to feel that welcome home. So let's talk about... But we've, we've expanded. Okay. Well, just wait. Now, you, you, did she say she was going to be really cool? That's right. Excited. She did trip very much a visionary. Miguel Miranda, the business side of this, we need to get connections throughout the country Correct. of places that can bless us because this is uh, can be reproduced selling rooms across the nation. Correct. So, who would be the greatest connections for you guys? She just mentioned Home Builder. We've got one in Lubbock, Texas. Maybe they're listening today. They make they build a thousand residential homes a year and we've already sent them pictures by the way and we'll send them more who else would be a great lead for you guys for us is anyone who is not anyone come on let's do the bni thing be specific (laughs) (laughs) that's the god thing because god God. will give you what you ask for the hospitality business is really important for us for us as hotels um the ability to especially extended stay looking at how do we actually make that home where if i'm a business traveler i feel like i'm actually more at home the beauty of the pillows is there's a story behind each one that I can actually read and interact with. Um, so it, it, it kind of gives a little extra more than just a, a regular throw pillow on there. So we're looking for that. We're also looking for uh, bigger retailers, whether it's Hobby Lobby or things like that, that uh, could get involved with us and in saying we can mass distribute uh, the pillows. My biggest piece is, although we can sell it online and we can sell it through the website and, and do one, one sell, uh, sell-offs, 
I'm looking for a larger order, mainly because it allows us to actually create more jobs. Sure. Mm-hmm. It gives us more opportunities. So the, but huge real estate brokerages would be great. Um, about military? Military. military. Absolutely. People yeah. coming home from the military. Yeah. And I'm thinking about places where you could, you know, sell 500 at a time, a uh, retirement complex. Retirement. Yep. So places where people are not complex, shouldn't use the retirement communities. Yep. Not, a, com- not careful, a complex. Careful. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so those would be great leads right. for you guys. Yeah. Give an idea, like individual, if somebody wants to go onto your website, answerprayersproject.org, can they buy a pillow there? Yes, they yes. can. And how much is a pillow on the website? $35. $35, mm-hmm. which if they go to Home Goods, because I went pillow shopping with my Martha two years ago, the worst experience ever. By the way, oh. eight not with Martha. Well, the fact that I take eight, eight pillows, and so know, it so took eight like an of hour a pillow. And... It's an hour a pillow. Seriously, the most amazing experience ever. So you could it from home. You could I know. Go to the website it would be delivered to you, and and, 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 uh, they, and they don't just say they just don't say welcome home. But we have now expanded so that they say love you more. Um, better together. We, you know, we can also, if somebody wants to have their own specific thing made, we can do that for them also. We've nice. learned the silk screening, so we've taught a lot of different skills to these women. They're uh-huh. beautifully done as well, I tell you. That's why there's no food in this office today. I'm, I'm seriously <laughs> thinking you should have brought some food. That's they're especially clean. some Latin, some Hispanic food would be oh, really nice. Right? I'll tell been. you, Thursdays <laughs> are good down there. Yeah, Thursday, so there should have been leftovers today, people. All right, we're talking to Elizabeth Bunbury and Miguel Miranda about the Answered Prayers Project. Check them out online. Just drop a dot org at the end of that answered prayers project dot org as they're produced they're 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 hiring women who need a job to to use their hands to do something creative which ministers to their spirit and they hang out with other ladies who need the same thing some of these women come from some really rough former situations martha what is it about this that you love well, I think it really speaks true to the fact that women love community and we often don't let ourselves have it right. because we have so many other things to do and um, that seems like a luxury, but to, it really does minister to souls. Right. And so I know that um, through all of your events, that's your goal is trying to get um, all people, not just women, but this is specifically, you know, you're ministering to some women right now. Um, but I know that that's been a common thread through everything you guys do is community, getting people together, let their hair down, have some fun and bless other people in the process. So it's strictly a sexist thing. It's for no. women who have okay, hair to let you, down. That's oh, what you just said. Hair, hair to let down. Well, okay. Well, let me, wow. let me explain why. why. Oh, well, I'm just being funny, why. people. Just relax. Okay. It's Friday afternoon. Okay, Elizabeth, go ahead. Women, when, if, when they, if you're going through a tough time in your life and an unhealthy woman is talking to an unhealthy man or vice versa... The oh, lines can get crossed. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And so yeah. Oh, I, I wasn't criticizing that. I was making with, the fun thing, funny thing I about know, the hair. I know, but we get a lot of people who <laughs> want to say, well, what about men? And it's like, no, this is why. because no, it's, it's in women's yes, ministry. Very I much a healthy situation. Yeah. You don't want unhealthy mm-hmm. women and unhealthy men in the same no. home. No, absolutely no. not. All right, Elizabeth, I know you wanted to say during the last segment, but wait, there's more. Yes. What was the more? The more uh, is you is, can't text and, and talk at the same time. No way. Yeah, and I'm dyslexic, so that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they can't the, go through. Well, let me just—I'll so ask Miguel a question while you're talking. No, oh, you got it. I'm done. Got it. Okay. What, what's more is that this process started back in June. Literally, we had nothing in June, and we have grown to where we are now. Um, but what the whole idea is that we we there's a study out by United Way called Alice Asset in a. Asset-limited, income-constrained, employed, the working poor. 
We're like, wait a minute, if this is Jesus, it's absolute love inspires creative entrepreneurs. So we're giving Mm. our women the opportunity to say, okay, what's next? What can we do? So we started printing with other words. Here's one that says, love you more. Well, every time we we take our fabric and we cut it, there's always an eight inch piece left over. And we're like, okay, what can we do with this eight inch piece? So all of a sudden Tuesday, we came up with, let's make wine bags. And so Thursday when we were at Enterprising Latinas, I mean, they figured out exactly the whole system to do it. So it's giving them the opportunity to expand what they do. One of the women down at Enterprising Latinas actually makes sangria and cojito. And so she sells it. So it's like, okay, now we can take what we're doing with what you're doing, partner it together. So can I ask you a question? It is a radio show. You can ask questions. If people have (laughs) sewing machines sitting around in their home and they don't sew or they don't use them anymore, can can that be of purpose to you? What we say is that is awesome, but thank you. We'd rather you donate $100 and then we have all the same sewing machines. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. that way. You can buy a sewing machine for $100? Yeah. Yeah. We've (laughs) got to. So we're teaching the women, but then it doesn't matter where you sit down. It's the same machine. If we have a problem. We know how to fix it. Sure. It. That's so, genius. Otherwise, you get all these different machines yeah. and all these different problems. That need to be so, serviced differently. Yeah. Yep. Scalability. Yes. Scalability. That's why Miguel is here. Miguel, you represent an organization called, well, let's just say Refinery18. What is that all about? Well, Refinery18, it's, uh, wow, it's, it's a great idea for us looking at that we all have an amazing gift inside of us, whether it's individually or as a business. Uh, but the problem is that most of us haven't stripped away the impurities yet. Um, and I think God has an amazing way of refining us as we go through our world. So we looked at it and said, hey, how can we help organizations get refined? Um, and we threw the word 18 because it takes about 18 months to go through the process. It's not an overnight. It's not a quick fix. It is a slow process of rec- recognizing who you are, the purpose you have, uh, that God's put you in here this, in this world for, and then how to bring the people around you with the same idea. So we look at the people, the process, the profits. And, and help you grow, and we look for exponential growth. And we think through God, um, you know, the sky's the limit, and great, amazing things happen. That's so what you I'm do so- during the day. You're getting to do for the Answer Prayers Project at Oh, night. and I will tell you what. I mean, I, work, I get to work with a lot of entrepreneurs and CEOs and business owners, and uh, Elizabeth is clearly, uh, in my opinion, sometimes head above the clouds in respects to some of the talents, and it, but really the ideas. Um, it's actually hard to keep up with her sometimes because <laughs> every time I see her, it's a different no idea. Way. That's a true visionary, though. They, they get 100 new ideas yeah. a day, 500 of them a week. Yeah. But the have... exciting part with her is you'd be able to bring the people around her to team. And, uh, and Elizabeth's the first person to say that you know this is not about her. This is about what we're trying to do in the mission and vision, uh, which is great to hear. So although, yeah, I, I get to do it with clients all day long, um, and I get to volunteer and, and be part of the Answer Prayers Project um, as a volunteer, Uh, I'm getting rewarded handsomely uh, through what God's doing through my heart. You get to see these amazing stories happen. Connie, I know that you've you've gone and done, you actually went and made some crosses, right? Didn't you go to do that experience one time? I was down there in December when they had their first luncheon when all three of the groups were together. And, oh my goodness, the energy in the room, it was just like, you just wanted to hug everybody there. You could feel the sense of hope. And everybody was excited to share their story and how proud they were. It's like how they had finished a project and then there was people painting and there was people making crosses and there were the ladies sewing. And then we sat down for a meal. and Again, the food. No food in the studio today. (laughs) But, But this is probably the best story ever is that the day before... 
um, the woman who works with me says, well, what are we going to serve tomorrow? And I'm like, well, I don't know. And one of our women had just gotten a job at, at um, Honey Baked Ham. So I'm like, oh, let's go on a road trip. Let's go to Honey Baked Ham. We'll do Honey Baked Ham tomorrow. And um, Maureen goes, well, really, that's a lot of money. I said, no, 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 let's go do this. So we went up there, and Angela wasn't there, but we got Honey Baked Ham, and we came back. And the next day, we have it all spread out on the table. And I walk up to the table, and there's Bridget, who's just this incredible woman, just really strong, just weeping. And I said, Bridget, what, what's going on? And she said, you know, everything has been stripped from me in my life. She said, and I am just so broken. And I said, God, please, just give me something just so that I know you're there. And she said, and I look at this table with all these people standing around it and the honey-baked ham, and she goes, that was my family's memory. Mm. Mm. Fantastic. God didn't, God didn't forget me. Mm. God is and in the details, does. isn't he? Every time. The honey-baked ham. I know. Well, and we know, know God is in those honey-baked hams. <laughs> know, Even though he wouldn't let the Israelites eat Dick pork, Dick. we've perfected that since then. <laughs> it, it was amazing. It, it was amazing. So it, I remember it really touched you. It, Yes. All right. So we, you've got a specific need. So yes. you're praying that specific need. You yes. said you need four wheels connected oh, to a do. blue Ford Transit. I'll what look, year? Uh, well, I have a 2012, so that would be nice because then they're the same. But a 2000. No, we'd like you a little newer than that. How about 2015? <laughs> okay, maybe 2014. I like the same brand, but a blue Ford Transit Connect uh, truck with a third row seat because then it becomes an eight passenger van. The reason we want this is that two of our groups come from shelters. And we've mm. talked to the people, and they actually transport them to the studio and back because public transportation is about an hour and a half to get each oh, way. Yes, three hours each way. Yeah. It's awful. And, and yeah. they usually have to walk at least three quarters of a mile to the first bus to catch a bus at the transfer station and over. So these two organizations have helped us. But the problem is is that they bring them when they want to. They forget mm. to pick them up. They're late. They're this, and, and so the women come in, and they're like either really built up, and they're just having a great day, and then they stand there and wait mm. and wait. And wait so that by the time they get back to the shelter, it's gone. Discouraged. They need yeah. to be they need to be picked up and dropped off with the same um, respect, honor, and decency that we all. But have. there's a piece to it as well is that we initially when we first started talking about this project. We thought, okay, we're going to take the sewing machines right. and take them there and and do the projects at their organ at their place. And what we came to find out, you found out was. They actually wanted to leave, get out, get out they some and, fresh and air. feel like, and the, the fact I'm going to work mm-hmm. gave them right. such a huge sense of accomplishment and self worth. So That's what huge. we initially thought was, like, oh, it, it would be a great source for us to go around there. We recognized, okay, they got to come to us. We have to build actually a, a place, a studio for them to come to, because that in itself is a huge part of of their. Uh, development but what, if, better by themselves. what if there's somebody listening that's got a 12 or 15 passenger van that they're retired and they're using it for uber just to keep you know do ministry every once in a while but they would be willing to partner with you guys to do the pickup and the drop-off somebody that's safe and you know all, all of those things but w- would would that be helpful i mean in the meantime that's where you're waiting for somebody yeah. to deliver the blue right. ford transit van transit connect god's got them i'll tell you, you I'm just, sure he that's does. how i got mine and her name is gracie and somebody said to me well what would this one's name be i said hope Oh, I thought Frankie. And they, okay, no, no. Like, okay. And they asked, "Would we take them to church?" I'm like, "Of course, I'd pick you up and take you to church." So, I mean, there's, it's going to come. When I don't know, but yes, if somebody would like to help us and partner with us on a Tuesday, and that's all we need is somebody on a Tuesday to do this, to pick up and deliver two different groups. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Answeredprayersproject.org. Connie Smith, nice job rounding this one up. I love this. Not, not that I didn't know Elizabeth, but this story is fantastic. Thanks for doing this, Connie. You're welcome. I love how um, God is bringing people into our lives that just 
need to share their story. And this is a ministry that can be reproduced and multiplied across the country. And Miguel Miranda will work with you to get this multiplied because Elizabeth is too busy to get it done. Answeredprayersproject.org. <laughs> Answeredprayersproject.org. But Miguel at Refinery18, he can tell you how to scale this one. Right, Miguel? Yes, sir. All right. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio program with a whole host of people and no food in the studio, but with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I work for him.